opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Sports Roundtable. Hi, my name is Bob Branco. With us this evening, we have our panel members, which I will introduce after I acknowledge that this is episode 317, dated Monday, December 4th, 2023. With us today from Coos Bay, Oregon, Peter Alchil. Yeah, we are looking forward to an atmospheric river tomorrow, which means a lot of rain, a lot of wind, and a lot of flooding. So uh, it's we're, uh, we're aptly named uh, the Oregon Ducks. Quack, quack, quack. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Reverend Michael Garrett of Texas. Welcome to a happy 71 sunny degree. I'm jealous. <laughs> Don Wardlow from New Jersey. Yeah, hey there. It's a smidge warmer than normal here in Jersey. It's in the lower 50s. Not a bad day. Yesterday was miserable. You're going to cool down tomorrow, Don. <laughs> Yeah, that's what we expect in December in Jersey. And Luther King should be here soon. I'm sure when he does, he will let us know. Before we continue, let me offer some thanks to people for making it possible for Sports Roundtable to exist. Raymond Gay, our executive producer, thank you for what you do. Tom and Lynn from Rosie's Place Chatline, thank you for posting our shows. Our media sources, thank you very much for airing Sports Roundtable when you do. It's much appreciated. I also want to thank Jacqueline Sylvia of JS Web Solutions for airing our shows, or I should say archiving them, on my website. All you have to do is go to www.brancoevents.com. Go down until you see Sports Roundtable podcasts. Click on those, and you will see most of our archives from latest to earliest. Merci, Jackie. Also, Rick Troiano of Florida, hello to you. Thank you very much for listening to our program. And let me also thank Trish, who is our host for today's show. Trish, thank you again for taking the time to be with us. Before we continue with sports, I want to turn the festivities over to Don. Don has some news to share with us. So, Don? Yes, uh, one thing on a on a serious note about a fine gentleman who's been a guest twice on this program and once on my program, the Baseball Lifer, available on Fridays wherever you get your good podcasts. That guest, Bob Busser, this is his second week of COVID. And so if you're among the faithful, I want you to send up your prayers for Bob Busser. And from his column, sick from his sickbed, he let it be known that the spectrum in Philadelphia was demolished. And I don't know if Jeff, uh, Joe Marks, our Philadelphia correspondent, has joined us yet, but it's just, it's a wrench to hear that they knocked down the spectrum. The site of my first adventure with my first seeing eye dog, we went there for a boxing match in September of 1993, and I, of course, only told my parents I'd done it after the fact, because I know what they would have said if they heard about it before the fact. 
Isn't that where the 76ers played for many years? Many a year with Dave Zinkoff, their marvelous public address announcer. Oh, he was amazing. <laughs> you know it. Yeah. And the Flyers, too, right? Yeah. Flyers were there as well. Yeah, that's exactly. why they were the Broad Street Bullish. Will Chamberlain! <laughs> oh, he was a riot, that guy. Honest to goodness. All right. So, so- uh, 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 just a thought about Joe. I don't know if he's here or not, but if he's not, he's probably mourning uh, what happened yesterday to his Eagles. I don't blame him. He'll bounce back. Yeah, I, I do not blame him. And and he'll probably say they want to take they'll take it out on the Cowboys on Sunday night. So. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh, well, today is open forum. I do want to thank all of our great guests that we've been having on this program. It's amazing the string of fabulous guests that we've had, and I know we have more to come. But today is open forum, and I would be remiss if that's the right word if I didn't bring up two hot sports items that have been looming in the back of my mind for a while. The first being history was made in the NFL the other day. A Monday night football game has been flexed out. It never happened before. And wouldn't you know it, it's at the expense of my beloved New England Patriots. If I'm Bob Kraft today, I am embarrassed as heck. I don't know how you feel about this. To me, it's an historical event. We certainly yeah. should be embarrassed. I mean, the team is dreadful. I can see why they would yank the thing off Monday night. In fact, I'm surprised that hasn't been done in the past because Monday night has had some historically hideous ball games. They're trying to keep the ratings up. Yeah, obviously. And that's why I say they should have done this years ago. You, you mean Taylor Swift's not going to save the day for the NFL? No. <laughs> overlooking that? <laughs> Uh, Absolutely. Hey, the Chiefs lost yesterday, despite Taylor's. Yeah, the Chiefs lost, so that's, so, that's not a know. good. Well, the Chiefs has Even a lot of holes anyway. In fact, in fact, during the Monday night game that the Chiefs played recently, I happened to be listening to that game, and when Travis Kelsey fumbled toward the end of the game to help them lose, it was mentioned that he had Taylor Swift on his mind, and more than he has football on his mind. <laughs> now, whether that's true or not, we don't know, but that's mm-hmm. what could well be. <laughs> You although know, although she, time, she, she won't be she on his mind moved. for too long. She mm. she was still, I think the, the moving van was at in front of the house at that time. She was moving. Dude, it's, a, it's, a, it's a delicate situation, dude. Absolutely. Delicate situation. But the game was flexed. But the, but the score, but the score uh, I guess uh, to, 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 to piggyback on what Don was saying about, you know, things and you, you too, Bob, but the score of the game yesterday with New England was was six to zero, six to right. zero, six to and, zero. And, That's a baseball and they were, score. Exactly, that and there was, was a debate on a sports show this morning as to uh, one of the people on Weei, Courtney Cox, said that Zappy did a pretty good job, and Greg Hill challenged her by saying the Patriots didn't score any points. How can you possibly say that Zappy did a good job? And they went back and forth for about 10 minutes. I thought they were really going to have a kerfuffle on the program. But I think at this point, there's a bigger problem going on with the Patriots. And I wish people would not only focus on the quarterback situation. Their offense is terrible. They have a lot of injuries on both sides of the ball. They are a mess. This team needs a complete overhaul. And what I mean by that, unfortunately, is maybe it's time for Bill to move on. And we need a new coach. And a new GM. I nominate Taylor Swift. 
Uh, well, I, then I let's get Travis Kelsey coach. to come over here, too. You know, yeah, there was okay. another baseball score in the Jets-Falcons game. It was something like 7-5 to five or 10-5. to no, five it, was, or it was 13-8. to eight. But that, that is, that's still a baseball score. Yeah, exactly. Still a I mean, baseball score. You imagine. I worse. The Jets or the, or the Patriots. Yeah, they're, both, I, they're both pathetic. The now, Patriots are much more pathetic than the Jets. There's a horrible game. If I, the Jets I, yeah. and the Patriots got it on, you imagine paying, you know, 100 bucks a head to see that garbage? Well, I think the last game of the Patriots season is going to be against the Jets on January 7th. We, we have Pittsburgh, today, Denver. Today, the headline is Wilson wants the ball, a quarterback to be determined. Well, the, the Jets gave up on Zach Wilson last week. Yeah, but the, I'm just saying with the, the the headline today is he wants the coach Salah says to be determined. Well, they don't have a quarterback. <laughs> so, I mean, they have no quarterback that shows any promise at all. The Jets don't, and neither do the Patriots for that matter. So they even tried one from UConn yesterday. Somebody named Boyle. I never did get his first name, but Tim. But, uh, <laughs> Tim Boyle? Tim I mean, UConn? I mean, Davis. really. You, you know, the only good. sport UConn was any good at is women's basketball, and that's going down the chute. Gino's got to hey, lose hey, it hey, at hey, the end Doc, of this year. I wanted to mention that to you, too. I, I, they must be going down because our girls beat them over the weekend. I know. What a disaster Maybe. that was. They Maybe. went into Maybe Austin. Yeah, that was not even as close as that, buddy. That, that was... That was horrific it, it just i don't know what happened with gino you know and it's it's, it's just something's not right and this is going to be their worst year and maybe in 20 years i think you should coach the patriots i think that might solve the problem <laughs> but the flexing of a monday night game that's unheard of seriously i i never thought i would see the day where that would happen i'm delighted uh you know one, one less. My, my. Uh, I, I will share my, my Monday night game of futility that I remember most was the Giants. A game between the Giants and the then St. Louis Cardinals. This was back a while back, and uh, it went to sudden death overtime. And um, the Cardinals kept lying up for a field goal to win the game and missed all of them, like three of them. <laughs> and so the, the game ended up in a tie. And that was just a, a symbolic of the way the whole game was played. It was just awful. Uh, and uh, so the more we can get rid of those kinds of games on Monday night, the the better, as far as I'm concerned. Indeed. So, and the, and the other subject I wanted to bring up was the infamous NBA in-season tournament, which I don't understand why that's such a very important factor in the NBA scheme of things. You know, sure, okay, so the, the teams are making a little bit more money. The players might get a little bonus for winning it all. I don't know. But it's just so uh, – I, I don't understand the importance of it. So let's say the Celtics win the whole thing on Friday or Saturday. Uh, what good's it going to do if the Celtics lose 15 out of the next 20 games of the regular season? Nothing. For example. I mean, this – you know, to me, the playoffs are a cumulative result of the whole season, the the complete accomplishment of your season. You don't determine a playoff berth or, or a makeshift playoff berth now. I mean, teams are just getting to know each other. 
I mean, the, the standings really won't mean anything. Yeah, uh, yeah. Hi, Luke. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, the gimmick, I believe. It, no, it, 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 you, look, exactly. I, I was reading. I was reading a story today about on through my uh, thing that I looked for jobs and stuff through STA talent agents the STA, and there was a story about the NBA gimmicks with the broadcast teams. They're gonna have. They're gonna have both the ESPN and TNT crews combined on the semifinals. And then they did the ever popular swap. They're putting Doc Rivers with Kevin Harlan, and then they're moving Reggie Miller to ESPN with Mike Brandorsberg. Like, do you really need 10 folks in a studio? It's all PR. I mean, come on, yo. Like, yeah. What, what I, I find, what I find I, interesting about this whole about, about the playoffs is the players seem to be really into it. Um, you know, with uh, the Celtics had to beat a certain team by a number of points to make it uh, in, and they, you know, I would think the players wouldn't be uh, connect, wouldn't be, you know, interested, but they apparently are. Well, well, the, se- well yeah, the semifinals, I think, surprises. are this. I think the semifinals are this Wednesday, and the championship round is like Friday. Saturday, actually. Or they're, something like that. Whatever. And, and you know, Peter, the Celtics were accused of running up the score because they had to win by more than 23. And normally when you're ahead by 23, you don't keep your starters in. Oh, well, the Celtics are running up the score. This well, is brand it's, new it's it's called it's called style points. Let's 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 look at let's look at it. Let's look at a comparison. Look at the college football playoff. Look at what Michigan did to a pathetic Iowa team. They could have played pick your score. They shot them out 23 to nothing. They were in automatically no matter what. Texas pretty much did the same thing to Oklahoma State. But the head-to-head with Alabama put them in. So they had two They had two favorable factors with Texas. Bama knocked off Georgia by three. And because of that, they're in. So Washington won by three, did what they had to do, locked up a spot. So who gets left out in this equation? Two teams, Florida State, because they only put up 16 points against Louisville, and Georgia, who lost by three to Alabama. So they go from number one to out. Florida State goes from four to five and out. That's why they wanted the 12-team playoff. Going back to Boston, what about all the games Boston had 20-plus point leads in last year, and they would blow them spectacularly? Defensively, no, you, you defense. can't you can't say they're running up the score. They're trying to hang on to a game. They if they if they do try to take the the foot off the gas, they might blow it. Well, well I think my- that was Don. I think that was emphasized more in this particular instance because how how often do you have a basketball team leading by twenty three points, only to be told you have to win by twenty three points in order to advance to a round? That's what well, that was that, all about. That, that's that's called style points. That's that's what. That no, no, was you know, it's actually the the sec the second tiebreaker was was points. Was spread. points? Yeah, it wasn't style. Exactly. It, style. it was it, it, it was it was a it was a tiebreaker. Yes. Yeah. Um, and and fo- and folks are still confused by that. A lot of folks are still confused by that. Well, Sean Grandy, God love him, he tries so hard on the broadcasts to explain yeah. the tournament to all of us, and he's doing a pretty good job. See, now tonight's Celtics game against the Pacers, it's not on the schedule. This is not a scheduled it, game. What 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 I found this out with the Grizzlies too, what happened? They add an extra game due to the tournament. So 
what they did, they had they had Memphis and Phoenix on Saturday, and they're going to play an extra game on Wednesday at home against Detroit. So yeah, but if you, just, you can't add another game to the schedule, that skews everything. I mean, well, how do you appa- add another appa- game? Apparently, apparently, they figured out a way to add it to make still make it an eighty-two game schedule. Oh, okay. Well, as long as it's an eighty-two game schedule, yeah, it's it still doesn't schedule. matter. They just got they just got the extra game. And before, and all before we before we throw it open to that, I know we have we have people who want to want to talk. Yep. I, I, it seems to me that if we're going to have this playoff next year, which I'm sure we are, oh, we, we are. There there should be some kind of more significant benefit to the winner than you know more money. You know, or or, or, what, or a, what, or a what, what goes on in what goes on in in the baseball AAA playoffs. Yeah, there must be some way they could they could they could make it more relevant. Well, it's hard, but you know, only, Peter, it's hard to make it relevant when you're in December and you have two thirds of the season left, and, and a lot, and you're and you're not going to get a lot of fan support until Christmas Day, which is a Monday. Well, see, well, That's Adam it. Silver, Adam Silver is counting on fan support before Christmas. That's why well, he guess thinks what? money's going to be made. This tournament ain't going to do it unless you structure it better. Unless you structure this tournament better. It's going to be the same thing, except for the, except for those that are in the semifinals and the finals. Well, he'll he'll know after this one's over. He'll know how much money was made, and then he should sit down and make a determination yeah. about next season. I I, I, I just I think that I just think that they hastily kind of put this together and really didn't think it through. I, I don't think it's a big uh, fan draw. No, I it's don't not. Think fans are drawn to it. I don't know. Uh, I mean, the players seem to be totally into it, which really surprises me. Well, that that's I, that's I didn't the players. expect that to happen. Um, they, yeah, but they they get paid for it. Well, of course they get well, paid yeah, for they it. Get, they're, they're they get paid for other games, you know, and, and they don't get paid that much. We're, I mean, we're talking about uh, you know many folks or millions of dollars. They might get what three hundred thousand dollars. So I heard like it's five hundred thousand. Five hundred thousand. I know it's a lot. That's like you know, it's like it's like it's like under us. half what they make. Yeah, I mean it's not, and, I, you, and you get a and you get a championship cup. Or the, it's like Whoa, the NBA cup. Wonderful! I want that. I want that cup. You know what? Look, screw the cup. Give me the Larry O'Brien Trophy at the end of the year. Give me that. That's what it, matters more because it, because at least because at least I know I've done everything that I could to make sure that I put myself in a position to win the to win the Larry O'Brien Trophy. And the money that goes along with that. Exactly. Right. Which I is a still, lot more than this in-season tournament. Right. Well, what, what would happen, and I'm just going to make this up. Supposing uh, every uh, – we, we do we, what, what's done in hockey. I'm making that uh, – this is like totally off the wall. Mm-hmm. So uh, the, the every if you win a game, you get five points. If you win a quarter, uh, you get one point for each quarter you win. So you might win nine points per game if you win every quarter. I'm making this up. That would give you a chance to add, like, the winning team would get 40 points for winning this early tournament, and then the second-place team would get 20. Again, I'm making this up as we Now, go. you know something? That actually could be an incentive, and plus, that turn, those tournament points that you get could get you, you know, if you, if you play it long enough and you have enough, you know, what your record, say you're at, you know, 40... 41 and 41 and 500 say you have enough points on that tournament 
you get to at least get into play into the either the play-in tournament, or if those points are good enough, you can get at least the five or six seeds, so you don't have to play in the first in the play-in tournament. That way, at least it would mean something. And like what they again, what they do in in, tri, in AAA baseball. Well, a AAA baseball, as Tim Haggerty and Mike Caps talked about, yeah. first half champion, second half champion. Yeah, no wild cards. Uh, and that that wouldn't work for this for the, for the NBA. I, I'm hoping I'm hoping at some point they figure out a way to get wild cards where it's you know best of five and you're playing a regular championship series like they did way before they started to do all this shifting and stuff. You just reminded me, Luther, of the 1981 baseball season, the, the, <laughs> the year that the strike split the season in half. Yes, the first half had a champion. The second second half, half had a champion. Yep. And remember, 1994, there was no World Series, and no, I still because, and I and I still think Major League Baseball still hasn't recovered from it. Well, what later. helped was the Maguire Sosa thing in the late 90s. That's 1998, and, and Barry remember, Bonds remember, after that. Yeah, I remember every bit of that one because Maguire and Sosa was on. It was must see TV on every with the Cubs broadcast and the Cardinals broadcast, and then Barry Bonds and John Miller. And by the way, what are the Blue Jays doing? I saw this stupid thing on Friday that they have, they ditched Ben Wagner, the voice of the Blue Jays. So they don't know if they're going to have a radio a radio play broadcast or not this year. So if I they don't, don't have they a radio broadcast, what are they going to do if they don't have a radio <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. So should we, take, should, we, should we take some calls, Bob? I think it... Uh, yeah, I think yeah, so. I know, I, I know, I know that definitely. we have... Uh, I know Pierre and Mitch are out there. I'm not sure if they I, want I know to we got a few yet, other but folks. Trish... Who do we have with hands raised? All right. We actually have two hands, guys. The first one is Mitch. Go oh, ahead, yeah. Mitch. Okay. Uh, here we go. Mitch, how are you? Yes, sir. Well, good Good afternoon. Good evening. Good afternoon, Chair. And, and, and I'll start by saying, Mr. Garrett, I have a bone to pick with your Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> I, I, have, <laughs> I have said before that I, I'm in a fantasy football league. Um, Mostly uh, folks who uh, worked, uh, when I worked for the city of L.A., it was our fantasy league. I have had a bad year. I have been bouncing between 10th and dead last, and I haven't been dead last in that league ever. <laughs> so with, with, with Joe Burrow out, I had a choice between starting Geno Smith and oh. Russell Wilson. Hey. And I figured, and I figured Geno against the Cowboys or Russell Wilson against the Texans. Well, I started Russell Wilson. <laughs> uh, your Cowboys, at least after the, the game Thursday, have to be the most overrated, overhyped defense in the NFL. <laughs> what was that? Granted, they won, but what in the world was going on Allowing Geno over 300 yards and four touchdowns. Texas, here, okay, Mitch. Here's a crazy stat for you: both offenses went up and down the field on each defense, and there were no punts. That that's that absolutely game. true. Are you and, kidding and I, me? I, I listened they, to that game. I listened to that game, and I said, I started the wrong quarterback. Geno <laughs> hasn't barely thrown four touchdowns in all the games he started this year. What was that, Michael? Well, I'm not going to make excuses, but Michael Parsons (laughs) Michael Parsons did not practice Tuesday because he was 
sick. He ah. wasn't, they weren't sure that he was going to be able to play. You didn't hear his name no. the whole game until, until the, very the end. final play. Yep. Final play of the game. On a fourth he, and two. He put the pressure on, on Gino. On a fourth and two. Yeah. All, all, all I can say is that that it cost me it cost me a lot of points, and and you know based on on how the Eagles played yesterday against the Forty ers that that game coming up the Eagles and the uh, and the Cowboys it may Huge. it may have a final score that rivaled that Chargers Chiefs game of a of a few years back. Well, you mean well, the you mean the 54-51 classic? Yes. Yeah, what, uh, Michael Parsons and I will buy you a beer. Oh, please! <laughs> as as the legendary as the legendary Mike Lang would say, buy him a drink and get his dog one too. You might want, you might want to make it a full six pack. Oh, it may be. Well, you know, I, I, speaking speaking of wagers like that, and Bob, you'll <laughs> like this. My my L.A. Kings are fourteen four and three, and they're still undefeated on the road. Whoa! But We've we've become <laughs> my wife and I have become friendly with with uh, a plumber and his wife and they they do a lot of work for our for our condo and the guy the guy's son plays in a youth hockey league and I guess his team is sponsored by the Anaheim Ducks oh no and so he was over they were over uh, about a about a month ago we got talking about Kings versus Ducks. <laughs> and I and at the time the Ducks were a couple of points behind the Kings, and so we made a wager. Our our favorite our favorite uh, bottle of uh, of uh, alcohol. Uh, he said the the Ducks would finish ahead of the Kings, and uh, over the last what three weeks or so, four weeks or so, the Ducks have lost seven or eight games in a row. I think they actually beat Colorado the night before the Kings beat them or two nights before the Kings beat them yesterday. And I'm thinking, yep, I'm going to have, I'm going to have a bottle of my, uh, of my favorite Irish whiskey uh, uh, in a few months because uh, the, the ducks uh, just aren't in the same league, but I'm really pleased with how the Kings are, uh, how the Kings are playing uh, uh, particularly on the road, which is, for some reason in hockey there there really isn't much of a home ice advantage so uh, nope. you know a shout out to the kings what are you thoughts shout on? out to the los angeles clippers they've actually won a few games i mean mm. i think it's a, a remarkable accomplishment finally the, the yeah, they're, they're still they're still uh, they're still 9 and 10 the lake even the lakers with half their team uh, injured have a better record i think i think well, uh, well, Kings are, well, or the uh, Clippers are nine and ten. I wouldn't want to be a Detroit Pistons fan. Oh no, <laughs> they got they got the worst record. I think they were got they the worst record in the NBA. Two and eighteen. Yeah, and they God. and they just benched they benched two of their starters, uh, if I read correctly uh, earlier earlier today. But you know, there no, no one's ever heard of the guys who are starting for the Pistons anyway. I'm shocked that the that the Rockets are. Playing real basketball for now. The question is for how long? Because yeah. because no, normally when you start, no, seeing they, a team, they 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 really built a team. Yeah, they, they had and and having and having a Ime Udoka helps too. Yeah, we know his reputation I think so. as a coach. Speaking of 
Speaking of Udoga, did you hear the little uh, uh, contest a little <laughs> between him and LeBron? Uh, and, bo- and both uh, of them? Yeah. The, and both yeah, of them they, technicals? Well, yes, and Udoga, that was his second, so he got he got, uh, <laughs> he he got, got tossed. tossed. But apparently <laughs> they don't much like each other. Udoga, and I didn't hear what Udoga called LeBron, but he called him he called him something that uh, that LeBron uh, wasn't real happy about, and he took exception to. But supposedly uh, LeBron was much more of a gentleman than Udoga, Udoga was. But LeBron I didn't catch what what he said. He basically told him Udoga, you, whatever word he said, you use it too loosely. Don't use it. That, don't use that word that loosely. Yeah, yeah. Apparently that, that's what it, I heard. It wasn't. Her. It wasn't racial. It wasn't racial. It had something to do with with his height, from what I heard. But that's well, all I do. LeBron basically told him, you don't 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 just don't, you know, throw that word around so loosely. And then apparently he got into a nice little set two with words, and then Ima Yudoka got tossed. So Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mitch, well, what's the latest on Bronny? Bronny may play as as soon as uh, Sunday. Um and of course, we we got our butts kicked uh, by Gonzaga, and and oh, the yeah. bloom is off the rose with our with our uh, with our coach. Enfield is a, a great recruiter, but uh, uh, game management and and we just didn't play very well. But well, Ronnie may play may play Sunday, as early well, as Sunday. He, I think he got cleared on Saturday for basketball. Yeah, practice, but he's got but- he's got to be cleared by the UFC doctors. But but also, I was going to tell you, a lot of teams, you know, when we get, as we start the month of December, are kind of like this. Everybody's still trying to define their roles and where they are. I, I wouldn't uh, be shocked our, if USC is not going to be better by the time well, we get to I January Well, I hope so. Our problem, our problem is our front, front court isn't very good. The guy that should have been our starting center... Uh, had uh, some kind of surgery, didn't practice much over the summer. So we're starting uh, a guy who uh, has, well, they, they used to talk about, what was it, uh, uh, Roberto Duran with hands of stone? Yeah. Um, anytime Isaiah Collier throws him a pass that's, uh, that's, that's you know, any, any kind of heat to it, he drops it. And uh, his name is Joshua Morgan. (laughs) And he's got hands of stone. So uh, (laughs) we're, yeah. So we're waiting for uh, Vince Iochukwo, who is the guy that was, uh, is just rounding into shape. He really ought to be our starting center. And uh, hopefully by the time of the conference season, he will be. But uh, it'll be interesting to see what Bronny does. And and the other question is, has, has Caleb Williams draft, Stock gone dropped. Down. Not that I'm I here. Heard. Not that I've heard either. Uh, no, he's in fact. Uh, I read an article this morning <clears throat> that uh, he has definitely indicated he will not be playing in the Holiday Bowl against Louisville, which guarantees a Louisville win. Um, and uh, you know he is getting ready for the draft. The issue, of course, <laughs> is he won't be drafted by the. Uh, poorly run Arizona Cardinals, he'll be drafted by the equally poorly run <laughs> Chicago Bears. <laughs> the, path- the, path- the pathetic excuse of football malpractice. Thank God it's not the impatient, idiotic David Tepper who fires coaches left <laughs> and right like we change our pants. 
this dude is so impatient. It's like, good God, he can, he couldn't even wait for a delivery service for five minutes. Can, can you imagine? He's he's paying off what now? Two contracts, four uh, coach at, contracts. Well, he he's paying off two pro contracts. He's pay he's paying off three soccer coaches, and one of them had Carolina SC in the playoff and Charlotte SC in the playoffs, and he canned him. So he's, well, that, he's, he's gotten rid come, of five coaches already. There, there, are, there, there are certain owners in all professional sports who have more money than they know what to do with. And less patience. They, exactly. they, they, they have money, but they are stupid when it comes to patience. Yeah. So, so uh, speaking of soccer, you, you, you guys beat us, uh, beat the Houston Dynamo, knocked us, knocked us out of the uh, championship. Yeah, I, th- I think the I think the since I think the Cincinnati was playing Columbus in the Eastern side. Yeah, so so LA LA is gonna what is it? LA, LA the yeah LASC and uh, Cincinnati. The, the the only I honestly don't don't follow uh, soccer. There's just never been enough scoring to my liking. But the 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 closest I've ever been to uh, to a soccer game is. Uh, is is when my brother-in-law and I go to a USC game. We we park right across the street from where uh, where they play uh, where they play football. But uh, soccer soccer isn't my thing. But uh, it's it's very popular here, and oh, yeah. apparently LAFC is uh, does pretty well. <clears throat> so, well, Mitch, uh, be- before you disappear, I, it's it's getting closer and closer to the end of the pack the pack twelve pack twelve. Uh, which I just find extraordinary. I mean, I you know it it it. Uh, I mean, well, all these teams are now playing in in weird conferences. You know, uh, two teams are essentially playing on the East Coast for most of the most of the year. The uh, Stanford and Cal. Well, uh, and I just I just find the whole thing just extraordinary. I, I think I think it's very sad. Yeah. It's all about money. It's all about television. But as I think I've said before, the uh, the former. Pac-12 commissioner, all the blame really should fall on him. Exactly. Uh, he, t- he totally botched it. Uh, he totally screwed up the, the TV contract. And, and it's very sad. And uh, it'll be real interesting. Now, USC, we just, it's kind of funny, we just hired the UCLA defensive coordinator away from them because uh, UCLA had a pretty good defense this year. Um, but as, as I, I emailed a, a friend of ours uh, who just moved to Colorado, Michael, you know Kevin, and uh, I, I said, well, next year when we go into the, uh, to the Big Ten, um, they'd better recruit some guys who throw bales of hay around and eat a lot of steak to play on our offensive and defensive lines. Otherwise, we're going to get pushed around. We're going to look like Indiana. <laughs> Look, let me tell you, Michigan State's going to be a lot better with Jonathan Smith as their head coach. I don't doubt that for one bit. You know, he's he's a very good coach. I think our first pack, uh, Big Ten game is against Michigan. Good luck Ooh, to USC. No. But but see, here's well, the big question though: Is Harbaugh still going to be? At that, 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 that's next what year? I was just going to ask: Is, is, is <laughs> Harbaugh because, still going to be there, or will Harbaugh come back to the pros? Harbaugh is going to be at Michigan. They they managed to sweep all of the uh, spy nonsense under the rug, and uh, not quite. Harbaugh 
Harbaugh can coach at Michigan for the rest of his coaching days. I don't think he's going anywhere. Is I, I heard. I heard the senior. I think he is. Do they have to look for another quarterback? Well, if if they have to, you know where they're going to go, right? They're not going to recruit one. They're going to go to the transfer portal. There's a a lot of uh, folks going to be in the portal. The the backup quarterback for Georgia, uh, Vandegrift, I think. Yeah, Yeah, I think so. He he, he entered the portal today. Oh. I think I think I think Vanderbilt had a couple of guys today too. I think a wide receiver, couple of wide receivers in the portal as well. And I think there have been there I have think, been probably half a dozen quarterbacks who have uh, gone into the transfer portal uh, that I've been reading about the last uh, couple of weeks. It's in fact I I just saw something. I think I uh, the, the figure is something like twenty percent of. Uh, of players now on big-time college football rosters have mm-hmm. come out of the transfer portal. Yep. And I won't get on that soapbox. Uh, you know how I feel about the transfer portal. Speaking yeah. of the transfer portal, did you guys – I saw something this morning in an article where the Mississippi State quarterback, Will Rogers, is being targeted for one of the college football playoff contenders for next year. They didn't say which one, but he's on. He somebody's on the hunt for him. And just so you know, we do have another hand. Yeah. Yes. Right. Okay, Trish. Mitch, hey, thank you so much. You. Take care, thank folks. You, Mitch. Enjoy your day. Thank we'll you. Talk you. you too. Bye. Put away your, your physical <clears> training. Yeah, really. Okay. The next one we have is Gene Johnson. Gene. Gene. Yeah. Hey. 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 What's up? How, How are you yeah. doing? Hey. So. Um, Lately, I've been rooting for the 49ers just because <laughs> I I have been ever since Garoppolo was over there. Um, but catching things up, um, a note, and and maybe and and Bob knows about this. The <coughs> Army Navy game this Sunday is going to be really interesting. Saturday, yes, it's going to be really interesting. I, it's going to be fun. Yeah, I'm looking. Um, I'm actually looking forward to that game. Actually, yeah, me too. Um. And so a couple of comments too. Mm-hmm. So I've got a friend who is a big fan of the Seahawks and I just, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly rooting for the 49ers to go all the way. And the fact that they beat Philly this past weekend just surprised me, um, especially since they were blown out the first time around or last year at the super well nfc Any, conference anyway yep so i'm really stoked about that and then of course there's if i if i had the opportunity to rebuild the patriots i don't necessarily agree with the fact that we need a new head coach i think the problem is is we just need somebody to Deal the cards for uh, Belichick. Okay, let me let me ask you this. I'm glad you went here because I agree with you on that. This is just my thought. Now, mm-hmm. please forgive me if I'm way off base, but then again, frankly, at this point, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't think all of this 
is Mac Jones's fault. No, it's I think not. This, it's not. I think this goes all the way back to the end of the 2020 season. Well, whenever he was first drafted, 2021 or 2020? 21. 21. Okay. It was a perfect setup. You had Josh mm-hmm. McDaniels, who was a brilliant offensive mind. Which, my, by the way, why don't we hire him back? That's Just, what I was thinking. Because I'm yeah. thinking to myself, okay, self, if I'm, if, okay, if I'm Belichick, I'm saying, O'Brien, you and McDaniel are going to have to collaborate and fix Matt Jones. Because Matt Jones, it should have never come to this. That you basically had a couple of dopes, as one of our guests eloquently put it, when we had him on, had Joe Judge and Matt Patricia, who had never coached offense in their lives, probably not even had a ham sandwich on the offensive side mm-hmm. of the ball in their life, and you basically sabotaged the kid. And yeah. look at look at yesterday. I'm thinking, okay, this is this is what you want at quarterback, Bailey Zappi, Will Greer. <laughs> Or God knows who else, or Malik Cunningham. But, but here's here's the thing, though. I you know, I actually do. I I I heard that I heard that on EEI, you know, Bob too about Courtney, Courtney Cox and, and Greg. Yeah, I'm always I've always been a fan of Greg Hill, even back in the days when he was on AF. And and oh. here's the thing. I look, I I don't think. Bailey Zappi is a terrible player. No, he's not terrible, but he just needs a bit more coaching. And the thing is, is he didn't really get much of, you know, a chance. And then, 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 you know, I mean, there's the media that says, well, are you going to put Malik Cunningham out there? And I'm, and I'm like thinking to myself, well, he hasn't even started at all this year. Malik Cunningham has been on and off that roster more than once. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, look, I'm just thinking in my head. The Pages have a pretty nice run game. Okay, uh, can can we can we agree with that? With Russell and Elliot, can can we agree with that? Not anymore, honestly. Well, no. They just well, lost Stevenson yesterday, so I I for I the don't year know. probably. Well, yeah, for the year. But what I'm saying is, Zeke can at least use his power, and he can mm-hmm. at least pass catch. So yeah. at least you have that. You've got you've got to know you've got a good receiver in Douglas. You've got that. Farrell Brown, maybe, but Parker. Maybe. Parker gotta go. Dusecki yeah. got what they need to do is all the is most of these vets have got to go. Yeah. Most of these vets, I'm sorry. They are if you're trying to play football with the over the hill gang on the outside, this is what you end up with. Gene, to your I don't know if I agree that. with that because then you look at the 49ers and look how long they've had Kittle and but see, here's the difference. But here's your difference. They have a guy that has a quarterback that can run the system the way it's supposed to be ran. You have a quarterback that gets it in the right place at the right time. But that's because of coaching. That's my point. Yeah. Gene, I'd like that's to respond. That's my point. Gene, I'd like to respond to something that you said of a couple of minutes ago about Belichick. Mm-hmm. He has a reputation for some reason of not catching up with today's football. That might be his yeah. downfall. He's too old school. Do you agree with that? Maybe. 
no i i i it i i don't think that that's necessarily true i think belichick has just always been very private it's like you know the media it, it's like he honestly loves hassling with the media he, he sure was private does. during the dynasty. He was private. I mean, anybody he, can he, be private. He's one of those coaches, and I, I'd like to get the rest of the guys' thoughts on with Pete, Don, and everybody else on this. We we've all sat and heard coaches talk, and you know, some are open with the media, and some aren't. And Belichick and one of those guys is like, I'd rather be coaching and not have to deal with you people every week. <clears throat> and I think it's like, and Mike Flurry keeps saying, if you if you don't want to deal with the media, go coach high school lacrosse. How is he going to coach high school lacrosse? And he's been he's been a, with it's basically been his whole life for almost forty years of his life, for yeah. most of it anyway, coaching football. Developing I don't know. Players. I just think I, I, I it, look. My thing is is I really don't want to see him get fired. Is my thing. He probably he won't get fired. The only way he would leave is if there's a trick. Mm-hmm. That's the only way he would go. But I do I do think there needs to be an I just, upgrade on the offensive side of the ball yeah. and get and get Mac Jones back to where he should be. Because this should be Mac Jones' team. This should and, not and be. And the thing is, is Mac team. Jones is not a terrible player. I mean, Duh! look at what he was. You know, Bama, he was really good. And I I I mean, now we're sitting here, and that's the other thing is people saying how, you know, they're the worst team. And and then there's this whole thing about are they tanking deliberately? And I'm like thinking to myself, look, if they were really doing that, the NFL would obviously slap their wrists for doing it. They they would be fined on purpose yeah. for intentionally tanking. Yeah. And it's it's hard for teams to tank. Yeah. But I but speaking of guys that are, you know, I think Ron Rivera is going to be done in Chicago. I think Ron Rivera is going to be done in Washington at the end of the year. Has the game passed him by? Maybe, but I think Pete Carroll's in the kind of in the same boat Belichick is. He doesn't. He wants. He wants to be able to play old school football, run the ball, play field position, but you can't do that in this league now. You uh, have I, to I, be able to throw the ball. I I tend to disagree. I think you can in some aspects, but until you figure out, you know, who's on the off, who's going to be your five on the offensive line. Because who I mean, who look, else at receiver and at tight end? Yeah, that's that's where you got to fix it. Because I mean, I don't know. I I just I, my whole thing about that is is like you know, they're not. I hate I hate swallowing my pride and saying that I'm still a Patriots fan, even though I could be rooting for the Browns at this point. Well, the, the Browns team. got smacked down yesterday. So yeah, they, no, they, what I'm they, saying they, is they're a far better team right now this year than the Patriots. But, but here's the problem. Something. But here's <laughs> the problem. The Browns are seven and five. Right now, yeah. they're on the outside looking in for a wild card spot. Right now, the Ravens and the Chiefs are the top two seeds right now. Mm-hmm. Depending on what happens with the Jags, if the Jags take a step back, even if they, I don't the see the, South, I don't see the Bengals winning tonight's game. I mean, look, the Bengals are going to have to have a miracle, which means they're going to have to basically figure out what Jake Browning does well and do it. Because mm-hmm. he he was an okay player at Washington. I don't know, but I then of course either. you know. So I mean. 
and I'm not a betting person. I'm really I'm not. not I don't do the FanDuel and any of I that don't stuff. Either. Don't feel but bad. All I, I all I got to say about the whole thing is is I I just wish they would just you know I, I think fire O'Brien o, o and and just get McDaniel's back in there because he was a lot better of an offensive coach than I. Hey, Bob, you, you might know this better than I do, but, you know, I I wondered this myself. Did they wait too long to go find a true OC to work with Mac Jones to keep him on his trajectory? Yes, and, I everybody, think they wanted to, and everybody was so desperate to bring O'Brien in here a year ago, and now we're talking like we need somebody else. Yeah, so I I, I don't blame – I. I don't blame Belichick. I think he's more annoyed every week that he has to answer the same damn questions every week. Bel- Belichick's always, he's always yeah, been. Thank he's you, always, Luther. He's always been annoyed. He's always been the grumpy old conference. troll. He's, he, he's, not <laughs> the greatest, he's not the greatest at press conferences, no matter how successful he is. He's always the yeah. grumpy old troll. I mean, <laughs> he's the grumpy old troll. The but the, that, that's kind of a quality about him that I think makes him a good coach. He doesn't. He doesn't reveal too much. And I, I loved what he said with one of the immediates. Like, who's starting quarterback? He's like, oh, everybody needs to be ready to go. And he kept saying it once, twice, three times. And I'm like, dude, you already got your answer. He told yeah. all the quarterbacks to be ready to go, which basically means all hands on deck, you idiot. Yep, that's what it means. Yeah. Uh, Trish, do and, we have any other hands yeah, raised? Up? I was okay, say- Gene. Gene, thank we, you so much. Not a problem. And we are at the 10 minute mark with one hand, and that would be Diane. Go ahead, Diane. Diane how are we? Hi, Diane. How are, how are you? you? What's going on? Yeah, hello. How um, are you? <laughs> trying to go somewhere where it's a little quieter. Um, <laughs> anyway, well, it, I guess the mercifully, the bills were on their bye this week. Yep. So, um, and, you know, maybe uh, there seem to be, there seems to be some talk up there that there's people that want Sean McDermott fired. So maybe, you know, he'll be available. Well, here's the thing. It's like, they still, and I know you're a Bills fan, but I don't think they got over 13 seconds in the AFC Divisional Playoff round two years ago. No, they probably it's didn't. still hanging around. Yep. And um, and who knows whether how people are feeling about Demar last year too. So, you know, I, I wonder what hat why he's not getting more playing time because it seems like his time is being demoted to special teams. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I it, I I kind of wonder maybe if he's still. Is like recovering, you know, if he has some recovery. They might want to be cautious. Well, yeah. Or I wouldn't, or if he might be I, on I the. Think, I think he's got to work his way back in. Uh, but I, yeah. but I wonder, but I wonder if he might be on the outs in Buffalo where they may, you know, think about moving off of him and maybe going to draft another, you know, secondary piece. Cause I mean, that, that, ha- that can happen too. Yeah. Um, anyway, the, the, the thing I really wanted to talk about was Michigan. <clears throat> Oh and you know they 
they they certainly had no control over who they played in the uh, Big Ten championship game. That was um, embarrassing. In fact, I I I I hope that um, they, I hope I understand actually that when um, the teams from out west join the conference that they're not going to have divisions anymore, and that would be good because it it might have been a, a much better. Um, championship game if michigan played ohio state again <laughs> oh if michigan played ohio state again sign me up please yeah <laughs> but, I, but i but i heard speaking of ohio state i think their quarterback's transferring mccoy yeah, i thought i heard that today yeah. too. I, I thought i heard yeah. something like yeah. that this morning and he's out yes he's he's in the he's in the portal holy crap and that was quick now why why <laughs> Why are people so impatient and there's so much instant gratification out there? Why wouldn't he, you know, want to stick around and, you know, maybe try to. Three letters. N-I-L. Name, image, likeness. (laughs) As, As a coach eloquently put it, you are no longer just recruiting for recruit's sake to backfill your roster. You're fighting to recruit your own folks that you recruited the first time to stay around. Yeah, you're no longer just recruiting for recruiting sake. You're recruiting to keep yeah. your roster. After but, after the season, they they have exit interviews with the players. Yep, sure do. Yeah, I'd I'd like to see. Um, well, I, I, what I was going to say was I was I, you know I listened to a certain radio station around here and they were quite upset that Alabama got into the. Um, playoffs over Florida State. Well, who, who was undefeated? Um, here, and here's I think why those- their last two games. When you survive against Florida, and you survive against Louisville by ten, and your offense barely shows up with a third string quarterback, what do you think yeah. the committee's going to do? Do you think the committee's going to say, "Oh, okay, you won your conference, okay, you're in," but your non-con schedule <laughs> didn't help either? I mean, think about it. What do you what do you think the committee was gonna do? Because there were some head to head matchups. Texas beat Alabama, check. Texas got yep. in off that. Bama knocks off Georgia. So that's a that's a head to head that Bama wins. Mm-hmm. So Bama was gonna get in because of that. So Florida State, they were kind of stuck. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of nervous about Michigan playing Alabama. Um, I love this matchup. <laughs> I I hope it'll I hope they'll at least make it a game. You know, oh, it, it'll it'll be a game. You you can bet your bottom dollar on that. I'm looking. That's why I'm looking forward to it. Saban versus Harbaugh. Please sign me up. Thank you. Please <laughs> sign me up. That's gonna be. A, that's gonna be a. I think that, both, that, that, both, <laughs> both games are gonna be really good. I, I the first the first game especially because I I think the winner of that first game is gonna win it all because I don't I don't know how good. Now, if it's Alabama versus Texas Part Two, oh boy! Oh, wow. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, but yeah, I, I just, I, you know, Michigan seems to, you know, have especially the defense seems to be really good this year. But so. here's the thing: can that can that can McCarthy make some throws downfield? Because yeah. if they think they can just go in there one dimensional and just oh run Blake Corm right. left, run Blake Corm right, run Blake Corm up the middle against that defense, <laughs> you ain't doing that. 
because Nick Saban will shut that down and make you beat him throwing the ball. That's what he yeah. does. And, and the other on the other side, the 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 key will be stopping Milro. Well, not only that, stop. not only that, can Bama be able to stay balanced and eat clock? Because Michigan really hadn't faced a team that can do what they do similar to what they do, with the exception of Milro's feet. But Michigan and Alabama are mirror images of each other, kind of like what we saw on Saturday night with the SEC championship game. Mirror images of each other. Mm-hmm. And this is what you're going to get with Michigan and Alabama. I think this is going to be one of those close games that whoever wins it is probably ah. going to win the national championship. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know how good you know, Washington will look and Texas will look in the night. Mm-hmm. Penning, Penning, Penning is he? He seems like he looks like the real deal. Yes, he does. But but what's the deal? He's on similar the, to Milrow, yeah. He can beat you with his legs. And what what's the deal on Manning when he got in there? I'm hearing a lot of folks saying that Manning isn't what everybody thought he was cracked up to be. You mean Arch? Well, a lot of- yeah. yeah, a lot of people said that about about him. But here's, here's the thing, that he has a little bit more, he even has a little more athleticism than yours. And he can he will be able to extend plays. And from what I'm hearing, he can make the throws. He has he can throw with touch and he can throw. You know, and he can throw people. over, and he can throw, he can throw over defenders. Yeah. So kind of like, kind of like the. I, I, I tell you, the thing that, that's interesting about a quarterback like that, a, a young guy like that, mm-hmm. is coming from uh, the, it's the pedigree. Yeah, you know, the man is his exactly. Granddad, his granddad and his two uncles. And, and Cooper, apparently, was you know, not shabby either. You know, he played wide receiver. But those guys are football people. Yeah. And so this, this, this kid... And and his his uh, his his cousin, his cousin, there's another Manning, in high school. Uh, yeah, they they come from oh, football background. They talk. They know football. There there's there are only a certain few people that know the game that play it, talk it, sleep, eat, breathe it. There there's not many there's not many families that have that type of a pedigree. Chris, how much time do we have? We have about a minute and a half. Okay, do we have time for one quick one? Quick one. Very quick. Okay, who do we have? Who do we got? Oh, I'm sorry. You mean another hand? We yes. don't have any more hands. We oh, don't okay. Have any hands. Yeah, but we so have about get, a minute. If you want to get into something else quickly, we can. We've got about a minute. Yeah, what now is- it's a minute. And we have to definitely close right on the dot because we our streamer's going to have to leave. Go ahead, Luther. Okay. Well... Well, we can just wrap it up now yep. and just say thank you, everybody, for a great edition of Sports Roundtable. And many thanks to Trish for being our host for today. And, of course, our participants, thank you very much for your contribution. And everyone, go safe with yeah. God's abundant blessings. And Bob Busser, you're in my prayers. I had COVID. I know the feeling. Even if I didn't, though, I, I wish you the very, very best of health. Take care, everybody.